Welcome to You Bet Your Garden. I'm your host, Mike McGrath. Coming up on today's show, we get tons of emails all the time about using peat moss, and most of the suggested uses are inappropriate and could well kill your plants. It is ubiquitous in the garden centers, but that doesn't mean it should be ubiquitous in your garden. We'll tell you what you can and can't do with peat moss when we get to the question of the week. We'll also talk to a wildlife refuge manager in California who's using goats to keep down the weeds that cause those fierce fires out there. It's very interesting. And of course, we've got to take lots of your fabulous phone calls at 1-888-346-9499. Rich, welcome to You Bet Your Garden. Hi, Mike. Hello, Rich. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine myself. And where are you? I'm in uh, Union Township. That's in Hunterdon County, New Jersey, about 10 miles east of uh, eastern Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So you're just across the Delaware. Right. All right, Rich. What can we do for you? Well, uh, a few years ago, I saw a plant at Longwood Gardens uh, that I thought would look good in my shade garden. Mm -hmm. And I think it was called Petasites japonicus. The ones I saw there were in a greenhouse, and they were in pots, and they were rather small. There's a nursery nearby that's, that advertises that they sell plants that you see at Longwood. So mm -hmm. I stopped in, and uh, I saw the plant, and they called it Fuki giganteum, I believe. Oh, I've heard, I've heard giganteum used for one variety of this, that it, uh, uh, the leaves are, are so big, they're actually used as umbrellas against the sun in, in some tropical countries, I understand. Well, I believe it. I bought two small roots, mm -hmm. and I planted them in a shade garden that's moist, and I had ferns and hostas and, uh, uh, jack in the pulpit and and plants like that, mm -hmm. and I I put a root in there, and five years later it has taken over. All the uh, other plants have been uh, wiped out. There's a canopy about four feet off the ground, solid canopy from the leaves on this plant, and it is highly invasive. It's going into my neighbor's yards. Oh, it's, and it's it's now marching across my lawn, and uh, I'm afraid that uh, it's robbing nutrients from uh, the trees growing in my shade garden, and uh, I really would like to get rid of it and bring back hostas and ferns. Who sold you these roots? I mean, because everything about this plant, you know, when, when you look in any horticultural dictionary, didn't you notice the red lettering over the picture that said, for God's sake, don't <laughs> plant this anywhere? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, you're, you know it now, don't you? Absolutely. Now, it is edible, interestingly enough. Uh, the flowers, the shoots, the stem, they're, they're eaten pickled and regularly cooked. Uh, some people say the stalks are like rhubarb. It's a very prized vegetable in Japan. You better get on the horn there and, and tell them you can supply as I, much as they can use. I can, I can have a festival. Yeah, that's it. The Fuki Festival. Okay, so you got a couple of choices, but you, you've got to, you got to take care of this. Haven't you been cutting it back to the ground? Well, um, I've been uh, sort of uh, pressing in whenever I mow the lawn, and uh, they just keep popping up. Well...